was for my seed folks. Instead of praying that God nourishes your body for the food that you're about to eat, candy yams, fried chicken, collard greens, mac and cheese, pizza, chicken smothering gravy. How about you eat food that actually does nourish your body? The Bible says the tree of life consists of 12 fruits, not 12 snacks. It said you took us to a land flowing with milk and honey, not milkshakes and syrup. The Bible also compares gluttony to being an alcoholic. Keep in mind, gluttony does not mean overweight. It means habitual greed and overeating. Skinny people do that too. This is why I follow the meat and fruit diet because it actually does nourish your body. It's hard to overeat and very easy to follow. And I can still enjoy a cheat day or two without letting food consume my life. So the next time you sit down and pray over your food, remember that God can perform miracles, but faith without works is dead. Doesn't dinner sound great as it's cooking? This dinner is from Riverbend Ranch, which always provides prime or high choice has never been given hormones, never been given antibiotics, never been given mRNA vaccines. It's raised in the USA. It's processed in the USA. In fact, it's fully vertically integrated, which means that they own the cow that gives birth to the calf. It's raised on their fields and then taken to their butcher and then shipped to you. And if we compare what we can buy from Riverbend Ranch to four other major state companies that sell bundles that have ribeyes and other meat in it, it can be as much as $184 to $59 less expensive. It's a great price value, and it's a delicious piece of meat. Check out mycleanbeef.com slash after hours. That's mycleanbeef.com slash after hours. Mycleanbeef.com dot com slash after hours Welcome to After Hours with Dr. Sigaloff. On this podcast, you will be encouraged to question everything and to have the courage to stand for the truth. And now, to your host, Dr. Sigaloff. All right, I first want to thank all my Patreon supporters. We have a, a family giving $20.20 a month. We have the Plandemic Reprimando tier at $17.76 a month with Ty, Charles, Tinfoil, Stanley, Dr. Anna, Frank, Brian, Shell, and Brantley. We have the self-made $10 level with Kevin and Pat and Bev. We have the refined, not burned level at $5 with Linda, Emmy, Joe, PJ, Rebecca, Marcus, Elizabeth, Dawn, Jennifer, Ken, Rick, Mary. We have a $3 level with Addison Mulder. We have a $1.50 a month with Frank. And then we have the Courage is Contagious tier at $1 a month with Amanda, Jay, Spesnasty, Darrell, Susan, BB King, and Caleb. I also want to remind everybody, if you're interested in getting some of the best beef I've ever tasted by far, uh, go to mycleanbeef.com slash after hours. That's mycleanbeef.com slash after hours. So we have a special guest today. Uh, his name is Charlie Todd. And I saw his video, and, and you'll have just seen it play just before this starts. And he's got an interesting perspective. I think you're the only other uh, Christian man that I've run into that has a similar perspective on the Bible and food and diet as I do. Now, Give us a little background on yourself, what you do, and why that's relevant to to your profession. Okay, but I appreciate you uh, for having me on one. Um, but my background, we'll go, I guess, a little bit back. I used to play football, play collegiate level football, um, end up getting hurt. I can about, so I can go into detail on that too. End up getting hurt. I got hit by a car, and um, from there, from the accident that happened I was trying to recover and get back into playing football and um from there ended up coming up and creating something called the total resistance it's a one-size-fits-all harness that allows you to add resistance to your workouts was on the online training with that for a while and then um linked with my brother um we've been we've been in business with it um from the start of it since the injury and went from there and just went straight to like yo man let's just open the gym and then go from there and then all the training and all the things that I was doing to lead up to that, like just made it make sense. So we um, opened up a gym now where um just opened up our second location um, here in Delaware. Yeah. And, and you're taking clients right now, is that right? Yeah, that's about, yeah. 
Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. So online and in in house. Yeah. So it's more of a like so. Um, I've gotten out of the the one on one training because I don't think it's really necessary. It's not necessarily needed. It's not a bad thing at all by any means. But we've found a way to make it so um, kind of similar to CrossFit. Do what we do within a group setting, um, and our our coaches are like lifeguards when it's all said and done. Like we kind of make sure monitor from you a distance from a distance, and if you need a little more assistance, then then we're there right there for you. Obviously, we want you to grow. The purpose of um of working out and getting healthy, like you don't want to have to rely on someone forever. It's kind of like church. Think about church. You go to church um, and you you go to listen to the pastor, but that shouldn't be the only consumption of the word for the week for you. You should be reading on your own. So it's kind of similar like similar to that. So um, that's kind of our approach when it comes down to um, to working out and getting shape and work and, and getting fit. So we kind of it's it's been working. People get results. Long story short. Oh yeah. Awesome. Um, well, tell me about your, your hit by a car. Was this a, yeah, cause the, I've noticed these kind of yes, major injuries in someone's life can, can change the direction for them for the better. Remember that all things used for the good of those who love um, Christ Jesus. And I have a similar story uh-huh. where I was, I was hitting the rope, hitting the face with a rope, broke my jaw, put me in ICU for weeks or for, for almost yeah, a week, man. um, wired shut for weeks. And that's what made me want to go into medicine. Um, so Tell me about yeah, your yeah, your that's solid. Car wreck. So it's it, I, I, I call it a funny story now, but it, it wasn't funny at the time. But <laughs> but um, so you got to think um, to kind of build it up. In high school, I was like a I would just I wouldn't say a troubling kid at all, but 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 I was like a I just didn't take school serious, like similar to a lot of kids, and um, I made my path to getting to Division One football very hard for simply not doing my schoolwork. Um, but I ended up going to a junior college right at the high school, did what I had to do there and like, um, just kind of like sucked it up and, and did everything I had to do. Got my film, pushed my film to coaches all over the world. I've literally got the email still to this day. It's funny, but the, the grammar bad, everything, but I, but I, I, um, I did exactly what I had to do to get the recruits to come see me and find me. And then. Once I got to my four-year school, was it was like it was, it's on. Like I, I got to a Division One school, I was faster, stronger, bigger, had potential to go to the NFL. At the least, I would got a tryout. At the least, so after my pro day, my pro day. So to kind of break it down, I know a lot of people think like with with college football, every scout looks at every school. That's not the case. So if you're talking about an Alabama, uh, uh, Clemson, like schools like that, yeah, every coach is going to be there, but for Ball State, which is in Indiana, Muncie, Indiana, shout out Ball State. But um, we don't get that. Like we get a, a handful of coaches, maybe fifteen coaches, um, and they can be coaching any position. So they're not just specific to your position. So to kind of set the tone for that. So after my pro, like during my pro day, I was one of a, a, a bunch of kids. So there was a guy named um, Rob Eddins. He passed away. Um, rest his soul. But he um, brought a lot of the recruits there. So to kind of sum it up, he played defensive end. They had him by the end of the, 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 the pro day playing defensive back, like doing defensive back drills because they wanted to see me work because I, how, how well I was doing. My 40 time was fast. My bench press was like that. I've always been strong. So like that was good. My shuttle was good. My three cone drill was good. Everything was great. Like it just everything panned out perfectly um, the way I wanted it to go. So fast forward, I never get to go home. I'm in Indiana, live in Delaware, on a completely different coast. So finally got to go home, go play, uh, hang out with my brother, who's also my business partner um, with the gym. And he was like, yo, man, let's just go out. Granted, keep in mind, my mom is a strong praying woman and, and, and kept us in church all our lives. Like, so usually she was accurate when she said, don't do something. Like it was, it was usually spot on so, and, and I, I got another example but i'll to get to the story but i'll keep it I'll, I'll stay within the story so my mom goes don't go out stay home i'm like mom i ain't been home and who knows how long i'm going out i'm having fun so uh she was like um she was like she kept saying it kept leading up like do not go out do not go out do not go out praying do not go out telling me not to go out nonsense i'm like mom i need that deep so um me and my brother decide to go. We end up going to a bar in Philly, had a few drinks um, with 
leaving at the end of the night to go grab some cheese sticks. And um, I'm on the side of the road. I'll never forget it. I'm on the side of the road walking in Philly in like a bike lane. And my brother yells out, yo, Charlie, get out the street. Get out the street. And I'm, I'll get down in the defensive back position. Man, I said, man, I'm going to the league. And right at, boom, hit by a car. Flipped in the air, landing on the ground. I'm hit the side of my head. Um, and, and just was out, knocked out cold. My brother, my brother goes, um, like, yo man, get up, get up, like trying to wake me up and I'm, I'm out. And then, um, finally I woke up and I tried to get up. My leg is, is shot like pain, pain. Like if it wasn't for me, I'm not encouraging drinking by any means, but if it wasn't for me having alcohol in my system, I probably would have like just been like, <laughs> that was like medicine. It felt like medicine. I was sobered up at that time because of the, how much that alcohol was going straight to my leg. Then um, I passed out again on the floor, woke up again on the um, ambulance. Um, Then they took me to the hospital, passed out again in the the ambulance, woke up in the hospital and then realized like, yeah, yeah, it's it's over. But um, to go more into detail, which obviously I looked at that as just a setback, another setback. That was just my mindset. Like, all right, hurt is what it is. I get back not knowing how bad the injury actually was. That's just my mindset. I'm like, yeah, I've made it this far. I'm going to keep on going. So the doctor goes in and says, yeah, it'll take six to nine weeks to, to repair. I'm like, okay, that's nothing. Um, get home, trying to recover. Keep in mind, I could, this time I got a metal rod in my leg. I can walk on it, whole nine yards. And the um, something happened, and I ended up getting, like, another infection, which it was excruciating pain. Like, the, my leg just started swelling, like, just like, unexplainable pain. Like it just, it just was real, real bad. And I was like, all right, all right, I need to go to the hospital. Went to the hospital, rush um, surgery and got the infection taken care of. And the doctor goes, comes in, a new doctor comes in and says, I don't know where this six to nine weeks came in. It's going to be more like nine to 12 months of recovery. So I'll break down. Like <laughs> at this point, keep in mind, this is lockout year. This is like 2011. This is lockout year for football. So I'm trying to still stay positive thinking like, okay, maybe I still got time. I'll make that time. But obviously it kept, kept positive. And, and I'm, like I said, that probably the, the time that I got started getting closer and closer to God, but that's neither. Um, I'll get to that too as well. But um, fast forward, ended up um, trying to get back when I finally was clear to work out, got to the gym, started working out. I couldn't do anything. Like I, I went to go put 135 on the bar, which is keep in mind, that's, it's not light. But for me, some of those college athletes, some of them have been working out since I was in eighth grade. I've been working out since then. So I, I should be able to do that. And I'm looking over my shoulder. I'm looking all over the place. Like, man, people like people seeing me. No one's worried about me. But just in my mind, in my mind I'm like, man, this is this is this is crazy. So ended up using resistance bands the way we use them at, our, um, at Ball State. We would strap them across our body, the big, long um Green resistance bands will strap them across the body and do speed squats. So keep in mind, granted, I tried to do sleds. I tried to do just you name it. I tried it. Like, but resistance bands somehow worked for me. So I ended up putting that on. Felt better. So I tried to run it. It popped up and slammed into me. So I was like, all right, this ain't gonna work. Let me look online for something that um let me look online for something that will work and suit my needs to hurry up and get my speed back. Because uh, granted, I play defensive back. I'm, I'm running against the fastest person on the field at all times if I'm not the fastest. So from there, I went home and literally searched online like crazy to try to find a resistance man's trainer that I could run in. So couldn't find it. I'm laying down on the bed. I never forget this. Too. I'm laying down watching SpongeBob <laughs> in the room. <laughs> I never forget it. And I, um, all of a sudden, I hear a voice say, get up, draw it. Like, create it, draw it. Hopped up out the bed, ran out the bed, grabbed the pen and paper, started drawing what I was envisioning. Ended up coming up with it, put a whole pitch together, sent it to my brother. I was like, yo, man, let's do it. He was like, he was like all right. Because like, I knew he was saving up money for to get into real estate. So I was like, man, we're going to use that for something else. <laughs> and then from there, it was, um, <laughs> from there, it was like, uh, forget football. Let's focus on this. And it's been, yeah been rolling since it hasn't been perfect but we've been we've been on the roll since so wow and yeah so 
if you hadn't have had this this bad thing happen to you, you would probably not have thought of this. You would wouldn't have seen the need for it. Not, not one bit, not one bit at all. And it's funny. I always talk about to to um, a lot of the guys at work, and that they always say, "Man, you don't regret like not making it to football. You don't, you don't, you don't, you don't regret not going no further. Not at all, because this could be way be- the NFL. They say the NFL stands for not for long. So yeah, you get so it. This is something that can injury. last. Oh, anything, anything, and I'm done. And then, and then on top of that, the spiritual side too. So, and and this kind of goes back to what I kind of started. I didn't want to um, derail the the story by getting sidetracked, but my vision in my life for the the, the things that I had planned for the, myself, the stuff that I wanted to happen for me was NFL, family, maybe a couple businesses, and and who knows. And then now, my wife. At the time I met her in college, if I didn't meet her in college, I probably I probably still wouldn't be married. And if I if I didn't if I made it to the NFL, I probably would have prolonged marrying her. I probably had kids out of wedlock. I probably would have did a lot of things that I shouldn't have did. And I probably also and granted, keep in mind I'm raised by a two parent household. They they raised me and my brothers like so. But at the same time, now you understand why they say don't value money so much, especially in the Bible. Is scriptures to back up like what ends up being your God, but you don't look at it from that perspective. And I'm going in my mind. I'm saying to myself, I'm a party. We get it all out my system. When I turn thirty, then I'll I'll, I'll turn to God. You know, I mean, I'll turn to Christ. Fortunately, you know, I can look. You can look at it two different ways. If I get if I get that NFL, maybe I do. Maybe I do find 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 Jesus the way I should. Keep my like I said. I'm I was born and raised in a church. Born and raised in church, still with this in my mind of doing this. But if this didn't happen, there's no way. There's, there's absolutely no way. I would I would have been I'd have been partying. I'd have been doing stupid stuff. I probably would have lost a good thing for my wife. I, I, I who knows what I'd have did, you know. But fortunately, yeah. God like God took control. Of me. Yeah. And unfortunately, like yeah, people will control. come to Jesus after they hit rock bottom. But sometimes that rock bottom is after you're dead, or you know, oh, yeah. after you, oh, yeah. everything's been destroyed and yeah. You, yeah. you can't bring it back. Yeah, so and think and I think about that very moment when I got hit by a car. This was this wasn't like a maybe I'll do this. This was what I had planned on doing. So that that moment right there was a second chance. Like I could have literally got hit and been done, and and had to face judgment. Like it, it could have been literally just like that. But fortunately, that wasn't the case. And like I said, and then and then on top of that, like we always try to. So I'm not a big fan of the the word manifest. We always try to manifest what we want. Rather than praying and and telling man God just take over man, and and yeah, and fortunately that was the case. I was able to to um, come across some things in my life to make that happen. So, uh, yeah, for all the great things that we think we've you know we're going to manifest in our lives, if you will, um, if we just sit back and let God use who we are and put us in the yeah. right spot, it'll be so much better than we could have ever even imagined. We're remotely close from man. So I agree, one hundred percent. But yeah. But yeah, that was a, it was a, it was a, yeah, a long story, but yeah, it, it was a, it's a blessing behind all of it when it's all said and done. Cause like I said, it, I, I, if nothing happens, I make it to the NFL and, and who knows what I'm doing? Who knows what my, my, my mind and, you, and, you, and there's a lot of guys too. I, I, there's a lot of guys who can't give up like the sport or the thing that they do so much. They, they get so stuck on it and so hung up on it to the point that like, that ends up being their life and who they identify themselves as. What, what do you mean? That's not who you are. Like, like God always has someone. I, I, everything happens for you, not to you. And the, you have really have to understand that in, in order to um, be able to function and stay stay sane in this world when it's all right. said and done. And God calls us to fight the yeah. fight that we're in, not to fight other people's fight, not to do uh, for what, sure. what other people do. We, we He made us a very specific way. and uh, For sure. Just, oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I get you. I get you. I get you. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. So tell me, me about this harness. How does this oh, thing yeah, work? Yeah. I didn't realize you had this this uh, this thing that you yeah. So, so it's yeah. So it's um we do all, and I'll send you some videos too. That way, you can um reference it too as well. But it's a um. So granted, now we we originally came up with it to work on speed and more so be an athletic thing, but. From there, I have a, um, a chiropractor who's been been close to us since I was in high school, 
and he was like, man, he, he's constantly throwing throwing in suggestions too as well. Like, yo, like yo, this could be way more. This recovery, this is all this stuff. Granted, it was for recovering, but at the same time, if you look at any type of physical therapy, any any type of injuries, the first thing they put you on is either resistance bands or medicine balls. Excuse me, put you on resistance bands or medicine balls, but wouldn't it make sense to train with that immediately and just to prevent the injuries right off the back, build strength right off the back, doing the same exact thing. So this kind of be- became the, the focal point behind it. So now it, instead of just doing weights, 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 and then waiting for an injury to use resistance bands, incorporate the resistance bands right from the jump. And also it's kind of like a, um, so we do everyday power cardio core at the gym. So power, more sculpting, heavy weights, pushing the weights a little bit. Cardio, we're adding the resistance. So we're running with the resistance. We're doing um, drills with the resistance. Keep in mind, we're doing resistance band training at, during the power um, portion. But on cardio, we're, we're incorporating the resistance. So it's replacing like a weighted vest. So with the bands, so it can get anywhere from, say, 40 to, the 40 to 60 pounds additional uh, weight on your thing without the strain of um, uh, straining joints or like ankles. I know weighted vests are good, but they they can pay a toll on your um on your ankles and your joints over time. This prevents that too as well because it's resistance bands. Like I said, it's, it's dummy proof when it comes down to um, working on your form, doing squats and things of that nature. So, like I said, coming up with it was was it was a long process, a very long process. It took us a couple years to get it down to what it is now but after we did it's now it's just there yeah, it's, it's been working for us we got online training as well as in-house training which we do um everything revolves around the harness on both of them both ends that's that's amazing and from residency i remember them saying that every five pounds off your your abdomen takes 20 pounds of pressure off your knees when you run and so yeah if you put a 60 pound mm-hmm. vest on it's like mm-hmm. man that's a lot of pressure on your knees yeah 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 a lot of people and you see like people that are overweight they'll they'll say man my, i'm having knee injury so i can't go to the gym no you need to go to the gym to get rid of that knee injury because you have to lose some weight to get that off them the probably the more weight you lose the the better off you'll be so it, like i said it take time but yeah it's just part of it. you got to strengthen yourself which like i said we we find a way to make it so you're just by having it on you're burning more calories you know what i mean so oh, yeah <laughs> So it ends up, ends up being a win-win. <laughs> so sure. what got you into looking into diet? Because I, I know it makes sense that nutrition is a huge part of, of working out and just of life. But in med school, like I think we got maybe a half hour or an hour of nutrition. And you would think that that would be an important part, especially as a doctor of osteopathy. I mean, we're, we're supposed to be the other kind of doctor yeah. that looks at the other side of it. And we got no education in it. So what what made you begin to look that direction? Well, what um, really got me, so you got you to gotta think too, I've always been somewhat of a healthy person. After about 25, really somewhere around after that injury, I started putting on weight and um, I just like started really right, like diving into the fitness side of things from there. So I've always experimented with um, different type of diets. I'll, I'll come across a diet, whether it be vegan, whether it be um, um paleo whether it be um obviously carnivore now but when i see diets i'll go you know what let me give it a try because i i'm never one to just take anyone's judgment from whatever it may be just for the simple fact that i know some people i always say follow the money sometimes people are are pushing something just because it's been financially beneficial for them so with that said I ended up coming across carnivore because like, I just was like, I'm I got man, I got to find, if I'm going to recommend diets, I need to be the one to try it. Otherwise it doesn't make sense for me to recommend something. Cause especially in the field that I'm in, you see a lot of training. Like I see over nothing against overweight people, like, <laughs> but you see overweight trainers. You'll see people that like, you can tell they're not doing what they're telling me to do. You're telling me to go run five miles, but you, I know you're not, I know you're not doing it. And, and it kind of goes back to that. Like I always wanted to be someone who, um, who could not only practice what I preach, but I'm not giving you just something. Well, what I heard, or I, I, this happened for them. I want to try it for myself, see how it feels, see if I'm losing anything or gaining anything and, and how it feels. Um, 
according to my own personal um, data, if that makes sense. You, you mentioned veganism, and I, I mentioned that only to say, uh, on a completely unrelated note, this past weekend in church, uh, Pastor put up this verse, Romans 14.2 at a NIV, and it says, One person's faith, faith allows them to eat anything, but another's whose, whose faith is weak eats only vegetables. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and there's some other context involved yep. there, so I don't want to get you know hate, a bunch of hate. Yeah, there's plenty of context <laughs> behind it. There's more context behind it, but it's That's just a, it's just interesting that that is a verse that is in there, you know. Hundred percent. As I say, isn't that crazy? Like, like the, the the things we think are so new, like 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 vegetarians and vegans and all that stuff. That's been going on for for like forever. But we look at it like, oh, this is just a new way. No, this has been going on for a long time. Just read the Bible, and you'll pull it up and see it. But then at the same time, and like I said, I had someone um um write in the comments on that talking about um like the 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 red meat on the side of things and and shouldn't be drinking blood you know all of that stuff you got to read the context behind the bible you can't just take a verse and just try to run with it you got to read the context there's there's context behind everything during those times so for as for the um the red meat during those times they were drinking blood and sacrificial um for for um like obviously the Bible says the blood is life, but it also they're saying it, during that time that's what they were doing. They were practicing a lot of rituals that we should not be doing even to this day. But Jesus coming was the fulfillment of that. Like you, know, it doesn't matter what's going inside; it's 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 what's going in your heart. And and like so, you're allowed to eat meat. Like you're, you're allowed to eat meat. You 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 can enjoy yourself. You don't have to. Don't try to make that a um a a faith thing because the Bible will contradict that every single time you try to make that that. Well, it's, it's interesting. I, when I first stumbled across carnivore, and I'd been studying it for a while, and I started watching this this video on on YouTube, and it was called The Epitome of Malnourishment. And in the middle of this video, uh, this guy, Godus, he he takes all these videos of people who, you know, people put their whole lives on YouTube and he, he took them before they're, before they're vegan and then they become vegan and you can see them just waste away in front of your eyes. And they're like, one guy's talking a teeth, yeah. a tooth just oh, yeah. shoots out of his mouth. And, and one, it's like, it's like, yeah, that sounds like a winter diet to me. And then at one point, yeah, this one guy, well, I want to sign up for that. At one point, this one guy just goes off and it looks like the devil came out of him. I mean, he just looks like he was possessed. He just starts screaming about how he hates kids. And it, and it dawned on me at that moment that it's like the screw tape letters. It's the best way that, that the evil one has convinced humans that eat this food. It's good for you when really it's not good for you. It doesn't have the nutrition in it that you need because what happens is eventually you become B12 deficient. And B12 deficiency leads to anemia, leads to numbness, tingling in the nerves. But at its worst, it can look like you can get neuropsych symptoms that look like schizophrenia. So at some point, you're deficient in B12, which is only found in animals, that you your brain gets so disordered that mm-hmm. it can't even see that there's a problem. Yeah, yeah, and that's good. And that's a, the, the the bigger thing too to me is is just to simply have you tried this diet. There's absolutely no way a diet should make you feel exhausted, drained. When I say I I tried uh, vegan for maybe a, a, a week or two, and I'm like, yeah, there's no I, I, no way I'm suggesting this to anybody. No no way. I was like, you, you got to be crazy. Like you and and it's like I said, nothing nothing against them, but uh, and but people that that do the vegan diet, you end up to sustain the diet, you end up eating unhealthy food just to sustain the diet. Processed food, things that you for sure should not be eating. Let alone the like the carbs, the overload on carbs and overload on things that you you you, you swear those are replacing protein when reality is just putting fat on your body. Like you you see it not working for you, but for some reason it's a delusional uh, mindset that makes you really believe that this is doing something that's beneficial for you when you're just sluggish and sluggish on top of. Now I've seen people successfully do it. So, but once again, <laughs> that's that's where you got that. I'm 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 good where I'm at right now. And I, I, like I said, like I said, like you lose so much. You lose so much just to, to claim to be a, a vegan or or like you're doing. It. And there's some people who do it for the um, what's it called, like the. 
um, shoot, um, huh? Not necessarily religious. Yeah, there, there's religious people. Yeah, the ethics side of things. There's people like the the what the hell thing that came on and made you feel like terrible for doing it. But once again, the Bible also talks about that too. Uh, yeah, turn that movie it's, it's kind of, off because it made me sickening. so angry with the propaganda they were spouting. And I I had to go back yeah. later and watch it like six months later. It was it was that bad. I was so angry watching that. Yeah, mine was the opposite. Mine, they got me. They got me for a second. That's when that's when <laughs> I tried to on uh, the vegan diet. They got me for a second. Then after I started doing like the food they were saying, even like, all right, this can't be right. Let me go. Let me go check some sources. Majority of the sources are financially benefiting from being vegans. And a lot of people that was talking in there, they were overweight and out of shape too. I'm like, how y'all promoting something? Y'all don't even look like y'all are doing it. So, so right. yeah, it, it's just, I don't know. It's full of it. It's, it's, it's that unseen realm. And I think a, a good way of describing the unseen realm is it's a, it's a psyop. It's a psychological operation for the human mind. And it's the, the yeah. evil side of, of the world. You know, it's the, the evil one who's trying to convince humans because Satan can't get at God but he can get at God's children and that gets at God. And so if he destroys us, well, then he's, he's, he's one. And, and so when you, you move past that and you have God in your heart, then you're free to eat whatever you need to. For sure. And you understand that too, as well. You understand that. Yeah. I like that. I like that. But yeah, you, you see, you see it too much. Like people, people, um, try to use religion to, to combat something, but obviously you're not, you're not reading your word. If you're using religion to, um, to say you should be eating meat. And then you say, go, you go through, if you go through the comments in that, that video, you'll see how many people that you, you could tell aren't reading their Bible. Like, like, yeah. don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not the most birth, well-versed person in the world, but at the same time, Google is your friend. Like you can easily Google <laughs> scripture that talks about X, Y, Z. And it will pop up like it'll flood and just constantly do it. Like it's really that simple. Well, like when, when Abraham was at the tree of Moria and the angel of the Lord came to him, he had the servant go kill a fattened calf, get butter and bread. Well, that's keto right there. And it's, it's also not kosher. Yes. It's mixing life and death. It's mixing meat and butter. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then you look at King like and Abel. Said, once again. Yeah. You look at King exactly. and Abel. And, and Abel they literally did, sacrificed animals. Right. And is the fat. And so if you're eating carnivore, the yeah, fat yeah, is tomorrow's yeah. food. And so it's a real sacrifice. Whereas Cain was giving vegetables and grains, which if humans shouldn't be eating them, then it's not a sacrifice. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah, and, not a sacrifice and, at all. It's easy and, to and get so it's, to. It's easy. What's really cool is we've been doing this thing with our kids is we call it strong food and weak food. Strong food is anything from an animal. And weak food is anything processed in any vegetable. And we watched this old, um, what is it? There, there was a show. It was a cartoon um, story. No, something book. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's a biblical cartoon. And they did the Cain and Abel story. This is probably made about the, um, storybook. Storybook. Anyhow. It's um, a story power book or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. But it was from like the... 80s or something when this one was done and they did a Cain and Abel story mm. and it's it was mind-blowing because they actually had Cain eating vegetables and then his brother Abel brought him eggs and he was just he was like a I hate to say it but like an unstable vegan who just got yeah. angry and threw the eggs on the ground rather than eating the healthy strong food and it, it was just amazing how it aligned like there's strong foods and there's weak foods and if you're only eating weak foods you become yeah. weak yeah you can't even function. You can't think properly. You don't react properly. You don't, you, you, in, in, in hostile situations, you don't know how to stay calm and react properly. You, you act out of anger. You act out of frustration because you don't have nutrition, the, the nutrients in your body to allow you to go, Oh, you know what? Let me, let me, you know what I mean? Let me, let me think straight in this situation. You're, you're, you're just reacting rather than staying calm and thinking properly. Yeah, you, you, I, I, that's funny. That's hilarious. I never broke it down like that. Like to think about that, the, the Cain and Abel, um, uh, story <laughs> because that, that does fit like 1000%. I should have commented that with response. But, and that's another funny. one that this is stretching a little bit, yeah. but if you look, as soon as Adam and Eve were kicked out of the garden, uh, God, what did he do? He killed an animal and gave them the skins for, for their clothes. 
Now, I don't see God being too wasteful. I don't think he would say, let that meat rot there, don't touch it. Mm -hmm. We don't know. Mm -hmm. But I would assume that's the direction they went because Abel became... I'm sure they ate it. Yeah, a herder. He was herding animals. So so what? uh, Abel became a herder of animals, so it makes sense that they ate that and went, hey, this is... Mm -hmm. This beef is pretty good. Maybe we should keep this up. Yep. That's good for you. 100%. 100%. And like I said, man, it's, it's, have you ever ate just salad by itself and walked away without being completely starving after two minutes? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> after about a minute, you're ready to eat again. Like it's, it, it makes no sense to me. But once again, there's people who do it. And that's, it, look, that's, I'm sure you, you need to come to the other side because otherwise, until you do, like I said, that, that's them. They got it. I, I will never understand it. I'm I'm no longer trying to understand it. I tried to understand it. You lost me. I'm, I'm right back over here. So I will never get that. <laughs> well, what's interesting about oh, yeah, the man. Bible too is is it advocates that people fast at times. And what's what's interesting about fasting is there's actually a good medical reason to fast. It can supercharge your immune system. It can help you become more insulin sensitive. Okay. I was just saying how there's a biblical basis for fasting. And when we take that information, we, we look at it from a scientific perspective. It, it makes sense because it helps our immune system to be supercharged. It helps us to fight infections and helps us to, um, not get cancer because our immune system is always looking for disordered cells and it can wipe them out easier. Uh, when we're in ketosis, it, as when we're fasting, our immune system is supercharged. Um, and then people will say, oh, what about the Daniel diet? They just ate vegetables on the Daniel diet. That is a misconception. It is a Daniel fast. It is a time a of time. taking in big non-nutritious food. It's not a way to live for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then if you follow, and then to back that up, the, the first um, scripture of it was, was talking about how um, he wasn't going to eat what the king was eating. They didn't really give a full description on what exactly the king was eating. So people try to make this seem like that's meat. No. The king could have been eating just bread and crap all single day. Like, And he obviously got them to to get the, the guys to follow his diet. And then they move on to the the, the next um, next verse. And it's talking about how he was fasting to get closer to God. That was a praying moment, a spiritual fast. not just a, Not just about the food. It was more so... Lord, I don't need, and, and, it, and it backs up another verse where it says, man should not live on bread alone. That's what that represents more than, um, uh, well, let's do this fast because this fast only eating vegetables only and stuff like that. That's, that's, it's not about the necessarily the nutritional side of things. That wasn't a nutritional verse. That was a verse saying, this is how I'm getting closer to God because I want to have, build my relationship with Jesus. You know what I mean? It wasn't, it, it wasn't with, like we're trying to spill it off. And as I said, that's one of the things I can't, I wish churches would explain the Daniel fast a lot better because with the churches that I've been to in the past, unfortunately the Daniel fast is literally a weight loss um, kicker for everybody in the church. And then everybody goes right. It's like a big feast celebration after the Daniel fast is over. They go right back to fried everything. Like the food that I mentioned in the video, every single thing that, that they was eating before you just going right back to it. This isn't this isn't beneficial by any means. So they need to do a better job of explaining it too as well. So I agree. I was listening to this rabbi a while back and he would say that the Jewish law is not there like the, the food law, the kosher law, was not put in place to to really be a health thing, although it is. It was put in there more so to exercise that no muscle so that so that God's people would be set apart and different so that it would be clear like these are God's people. They're so different. They eat different things. They do different things with their food. They don't mix life and death. That's why you don't eat meat and, and dairy because you don't want to mix these ideas of life and death. But the way we do that today is is you can be so different than everyone else by just watching what goes into your mouth and, and treating your body like a temple. And eating meat and fruit. Now, I'm more of a proponent of just meat, but I think meat and just fruit is is right right there. I mean, that's, that's treating your body like a temple. And then exercising is treating your body like a temple, allowing God to work through you. Because if you're the hands and feet of God, you need to be able to go where he sends you. 
And if you can't move because you haven't taken care of your temple, then you can't do God's work. Yeah. Then, then what you, yeah, you're, you're useless. The Bible talks about being lazy. The Bible says, talks about, um, uh, men not working. It says, it says it's, it's clear. Like that's, that's unacceptable. But, but yeah, it's unacceptable by all means. But, but for some reason, this body positivity movement, all the stuff that's been going on, that's clearly not of God that we're jumping on. Like, like there's no, I, I say no one should be able to, no one should call themselves a Christian and, and at the same breath say they're body positive and they just let themselves go. Cause it's not biblical by, by no means. It, it's, it's, it's not healthy. It's, it's nothing good about it. You, you're, you're sluggish. You, you're draining. If you really had to like, say if they're, say if, the Bible talks about a war. Say if we really had, there's a song, there's an um, old song that we used to sing in uh, church. Um, I'm a soldier in the army of the Lord. Yeah. Say if I we never really in had the to fight I mean, in the yeah. army of the Lord. Uh-huh. Say if we really did have to do, what do you think is going to happen with, with you? you? You're praying that God just takes care of all the fat off your body and, and, and turn you into a superhero? Like, what is going on? Like, and, and, and but at the same time, um, you should you should want to carry yourself a certain way. You should want to look a certain way. You should want to feel a certain way on a daily. I do not. I will never understand people just letting themselves go. There's nothing good about it. Nothing healthy about it. Nothing funny about it. It's it's just kind of like, man. It's sad. It's sad. It shows like like I said. I I look at it as spiritual too. Like that's the devil has a grip on you. You don't look at it that way. You just look at it as food. Food is your god right now. You can't say, like I said, the majority of the people that disagree there's some people who like 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 don't um aren't in the gym crazy but they still can accept that they still be hold themselves accountable but there are people that are mad about that or one post that's literally i'm backing it up with scripture how are you mad how are you mad with the scriptures backing it up and then you're trying to find other scriptures to contradict not even contradict to fight against what i'm saying yo this is like food really has that type of grip on you but you don't see it that way let it go. Like, like you need to fast. Like, and then, and then find a way to reel it back in from there. What's interesting isn't is, just the. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of. Um, oh, what's interesting is you know people forget who the prince of this world is. They think that, that that's Jesus. That the prince of this world is not Jesus. The prince of of no, it's this not. world is Satan. And if Satan can, Satan can control your body through the food, the material things that you put into it, well, then he's going to do that. And he's done that. Look at Kellogg cornflakes. Yeah. The whole reason Kellogg cornflakes were invented oh, yeah. was to suppress the male appetite. Yeah, there's some bad parts of it, but if men aren't being men, society collapses because there's no one there to stand against the evil. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. One thousand percent. That that, you, that's, that that opens up a whole different um um what's it called portal when it comes out of that. Oh yeah, we got um women fighting against men. And not physically, but more so just to the mindset of I don't need a man when we're supposed to be working together um, for the works of the Lord when it's all said and done. But in reality, we've made it such a a money thing. Uh, I could do it for myself. You don't have to. I don't want to do it. I can't. Ra- I, I don't want to raise my kids by myself. I don't want to. <laughs> you know what I mean? So hard. <laughs> we're meant to be here together. We're meant to be here together. So why not? Why not work yeah, to find out ways and then understand that? If there's something contradicting or going against that, then it's obviously not the works of the Lord. Understand that it's something else. You should be on. Okay, well, why are we fighting right now? Why are we going against each other? Why are we? Why are we? Why am I so um, hell bent on becoming an independent person? When reality, I don't. Nothing about the Bible says we need to be independent. Why? Why do I feel that way? It's, 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 it's the prince of this world. That's what it yeah. is. It's yeah. not God. You go pray. Come pray together and then get it back and get it right. Get it right. I, was listening to Bible, I was listening to Bible Project recently, and they they said that, I believe the word is azer. So when Adam was put into the garden and they, they couldn't, like he couldn't find a suitor um, or a helper suitable for him, the word they used was azer. And, and that's that was the same word that was used to describe Jesus as a savior because he couldn't mm-hmm. survive alone. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, there's not a higher, like one's higher, one's lower. There's different roles in different positions, but it was a gift for him to get yeah. Eve. It, it was like a savior to him because he would yeah. not be able to, to, to do what his will or what, what God's will was is to 
further the species. You can't have more people if you only have one man. Yeah. Yeah. Impossible. And I think, I think more so on that, that's more of a, I think, a, a an understanding of the power in the words. And I, I look at it from, so with women, they hear helpmate and submissive. They think lesser than men. Some men think, well, I'm, I, now I'm king then if that's the case, I'm kingpin. And I run this and because of that, that's not the mindset. That's not the mindset that you should have by no means. And scripture backs that up. Scripture, scripture doesn't show men abusing the power that, um, or at least they, the ones that God confirmed. It, it doesn't show men abusing the power of having women. It shows men loving their wives the same way that Christ loves the church. And in order for us to do that, then, then we obviously have responsibility and obligations for ourselves too, as well as men. Lay down our life for our spouse. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. No question about it. There's no, there's absolutely nothing I won't do for my wife. And, and, and that's not like a, don't get me wrong. Like she's a, she's a great helpmate. She's, she's all, all of that and above. We get closer and closer. We read the Bible together. We do certain things together, but at the same time, like there's absolutely nothing I, I won't do. I, I, for my wife, I probably put myself in a case of judgment that, that I don't know. <laughs> That, like you know what I mean? I, I, I'm yeah. I'm here to protect my wife by by all means. You know what I mean? Well, let's so not ourselves before something happens. I here. couldn't imagine what I would do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, but I, I get it. I would, oh, I would yeah, walk well. through fire. You know, man. Yeah, anything, and that's but that's that's what the the love the Bible says. The um the, the husband should love his wife wife respect, and we know. I always look at it like respect goes kind of across the board. Like it, like I think people got an idea of what respect is, but love can be different. That's why they got these books, um, different love languages. Love looks different from, from most women. Women are, are complicated when it's all said and done. <laughs> the best way to put it. So well, love for one isn't love the same love. You know what I mean? It's not the same. So you got to understand we're the ones that kind of constantly adapt to that love and what that love may be when it's all said and done. Well, and what's interesting about that is it seems like, oh, you know, some people can say, oh, I, I hate having to adapt. No, that's what keeps you alive. Because at the point you stop wanting 100%. to learn, you're, you're spiritually dead. And and that's why yeah. that's why you date. And uh-huh. then that's and because it's something new. And then that's why you uh-huh. get engaged because it's something new. And then you get married because it's something new. And then you have kids because that's always something new. And then eventually grandkids. And uh-huh. that's something new that you're always learning. You're always improving yourself. Yeah. Yeah, it's always going to be changes in it. Like the person I married, or really for me, I'll just speak on myself. My, we got married at 27, 28, somewhere around there. I hope she don't see this. 27, 28, <laughs> somewhere around there. And who I, who, I, who, I, who I was at 27 is nowhere near who I am right now at 35. Like I'm, I'm, I'm a complete different person, whole different mindset, whole different drive. Don't get me wrong. I, I literally always had visions of being successful of myself for myself always had that now my my everything i do is for my family at this point obviously for the lord obviously but everything i do is to make sure that they're good like i i'm here like i feel obligated to not only protect them provide not only to do all that stuff but also to make sure they got a closer relationship with god like that in my eyes that's scarier than anything else that's scary nice. going homeless if i go homeless today i'll figure that out we'll figure that out we'll work that out but if I was to go today and, and, or something, not, well, I don't want to say that, but if something were to happen to my family, where the point that, that if I'm absent, then they can't, um, they don't know where to go to, to stay, stay sane. They don't know to get, get into the word, get closer to God, even regardless of what happens to me, then I feel like I, I failed in that situation. You know what I mean? So it's bigger right. than just the, the, the the protecting and providing stuff you know what i mean yeah i think the legacy every christian man wants to leave behind is that his children you know will in their old age follow jesus you know i mean in their young age they may not they may have that rebellious state but if you teach them in the ways of the lord and in their Mm -hmm. old age they won't stray from it and that's from proverbs i don't remember the verse definitely yeah definitely the prodigal son all that stuff like you, you you see it time and time again in the bible once again, like, and that's also like, I always put like the, the level of, of importance of, um, what we do. And that goes back to that, the manifesting thing. Everybody wants to 
to manifest themselves into success and be whatever they be. If you're not trying to be who God called you to be, you're going to probably go on down a path that you don't want to go. And, and and use Jesus' life for example. Jesus was on paper a carpenter or a um, what's it called a um a, a mason um, historically. I think they would they they said it was, but he ain't known for being a carpenter. Like it's his story isn't <laughs> has nothing to do with carpentry. His, his story was much bigger and much greater because he um lived uh, for the Father, and, and that needs to be our life. Like that needs to be the story of our life. Or this, if I with this fitness thing or whatever I'm, whatever you say I'm doing, that's great. Like if, if I'm reaching people, that's great. If I'm helping people, that's great. But at the end of the day, I don't want to be just known for somebody who um, got people in shape, worked out. I want to be known for the other side, like what, what God called us to be. And I, like the same amount of people that I'm helping get in shape, I want to be helping them get closer to God too as well. Yeah. I mean, spiritual shape is more important than physical shape. Spiritual shape will help you get in the physical shape. It's the discipline you need, exactly. Mm-hmm. Hundred percent. Yeah. You can wake up every single day and, and dive into the Bible, even when you don't feel like it. When you're tired, same thing. It's, it's it's no different than diving into the gym. You ain't gonna feel like going some days, but you know what it does for you. You know exactly what it does for you. It gets yeah. you a little bit closer to your goal. Same thing with the Bible. It gets your relationship a little bit closer to God. Every time you open the Bible, there's times I'll, I'll I've read. Matthew, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, like a hundred times. And I feel like every time I read, like I'm, I'm learning something brand new. Like it's just like the first time I read it every single time. It's kind of like that movie, like there's movies, there's a, there's like a, you watch a funny movie and you, yeah. you're laughing through the parts. And then the next time you watch it, you're like, Oh, I didn't even know they said that. And you're laughing about it. It's kind of same thing. If you don't constantly get yourself and dive in, dive into it. And then over time you're reciting the, 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 the words in the movie. Because you watch it so many times, you know it. That's the same way with the Bible. You got to spend time in it and dive in it and dive in it to not only be able to read and recite it, but to understand that it says there. This time, I I may not remember the chapters. I may not remember the verses, but I know I know a lot of the stuff that's in it because I, I dive in and spend time reading it and just trying to get trying to get a closer understanding of what the word says and everything and every aspect of life, not just the the. Um, food side obviously the food side is important because that's a easy introduction to hey you know it says in the bible that boom 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 you should be doing this the body the temple i should be able to i should be able to recite that as a christian as a man who says he follows christ so and and obviously hopefully that'll not only kick someone in the 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 rear end to get closer to their fitness goals but also go man the bible does say that you know what i mean the bible mm-hmm. does say the bible does tell me let me read more about um, what the Bible says about health. And then now somebody's diving into the Bible just because, you know what I mean? Yeah. Even if they're doing so, it to prove you wrong and they <laughs> read it more and yeah, you're like, oh, well, maybe yeah. he's not wrong. <laughs> yeah. You know how people convert, you know how people convert to Christianity from reading the Bible to try to prove somebody wrong? Yeah. There's a lot of books. It about happens that. all the time. All the time. Happens all the time. And it's hilarious to me because, it, and I, um, <laughs> I don't know if you ever, you ever heard of a guy named Sam um, Shamoon? I don't believe so. No. Yeah, but he he um he's a apologist. Uh, I think I said that right. But he um long story short, he 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 debates Jehovah's Witness. He debates Muslims. He debates atheists. He debates all of them, and they always try to use the Bible to contradict whatever he's saying, and, and he just eats them up. He's just with the word. Like it's it's funny to watch. I read this yeah. one book, Seeking Allah, Finding Jesus, and it was like wow, that was great. And I I actually had the, mm-hmm. the pleasure to read yep. it while I was in Kuwait. And so I was in that part of the world and I was, it was an interesting perspective. Mm-hmm. And if and a lot of people that it's unfortunate that, that you see like, and I'm not going to be specific on religion. I don't want to, I don't want to offend necessarily, but at the same yeah. time you could tell when people haven't read the Bible for from cover to cover to understand that Jesus is in the old Testament, just as much as he's in the new Testament. And a lot of, a lot of other religions say, well, Jesus can't be God because there's only one God. It says it here in the New Old Testament. Oh yeah, the, 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 okay, duh. Like, like, yeah, yeah it does say. It, but also read here. Also read, yeah, same guy, same dude. And New angel Testament, of the Lord says kept appearing. That was that was him. Yes, that's him. That's him. Yeah. And it's and it's clear as day. All you have to do is follow what he's saying. 
he's the only one saying this. So if he says it here, he's the only one saying it here too as well. And and then they go, then they'll say, um, well, nowhere did Jesus say, I am God, worship me. Well, he does say worship me. He also says I'm God. He may not have said I am God, but he also said before um, Abraham was, I am. That's right. telling you, he's telling you he literally spent time. The guy that's in the story, that's, that's chilling and kicking it back with Abraham, that's him. He's telling you that. So why do you think they picked up stones to try to stone him if he didn't say he was God? Why do you think that? You know what I mean? And it's, yeah. it's, Like I said, but, but people won't read it fully, and they won't read their own books fully to see the contradictions in them. So it's like a lose-lose. If you read the Bible, even if you're trying to, it don't matter what you're trying to do. If you're trying to find uh, contradictions, you want to come into Christ. It's, it's not even a question about it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like when he was standing before the Sanhedrin and said, you know, I'm uh, son of man. They knew exactly what he, that's why they tore their clothes because he was referencing yes. Daniel 7 yes, they, where I'm, there is mm-hmm. God and then next to God was a son of man who actually was part of God and they were the same being. And that's what he was referencing. They knew mm-hmm. that. They, they made those connections in their head instantly because that's what they studied. Instantly. Oh, yeah, exactly. And this, and that's another thing. So that's the difference too. So us, we spend a lot of time as like in, in, in I guess in our times, we spend a lot of time studying things that don't matter. They were all studying the um, Torah and the, the Gospels at that time. They was all studying. Everybody knew it for the most part. You know what I mean? So him saying the way he said it, he didn't have to say, hey, I'm God. He didn't have, that would mean, that probably would mean nothing to them. That would probably mean right. nothing. That's because anybody, any small joke can walk up and just say that. But him quoting scripture as a, like to, to, to in, in, in the time of fulfillment, like even on the cross, when he was on the cross, he said, um, shoot, um, why have you forsaken me? That's the Psalms. That's, you go back from, from, I think it's Psalms 22. That's literally like, oh, hold on. Okay. Oh, let me get this thing going. There we go. But yeah, even in, even in, um, while he's on the cross, he's still reading scripture to them. So they understand exactly what he's talking about. So, so it's like a, like a, how don't you, how don't you see it? I don't you see it like it's almost impossible not to see it and if you don't see it you're intentionally not seeing you got hard in your heart or you you just you don't want to you and that's why i say and a lot of these debates between especially christians and muslims ends up being um um meaningless debates because we're not even going with the stuff that's important like who jesus who is jesus let's focus on that before we even talk about anything else who is jesus who did he claim himself to be does it align with the old testament and does it make sense? Like, let's focus on that. And historically, did he exist? Yes. You got evidence of all of this stuff, but for some reason, you're still going against the grain because you want to, I don't know, follow something that, yeah, it is what it is, <laughs> I guess, yeah. Kind of like being a vegan, yeah. I think it's a perfect place to start wrapping it up. What uh, what else can you leave us with? Where, where can we yeah, learn yeah. about your stuff? Where can we... Um, lessons for me if we want yeah on, on instagram on instagram the gym's um instagram page is at t r fit clubs with an s at the end my personal instagram is the band b-a-n-d like resistance bands man 1616 the old jersey number but um outside of that like if you're, if you're trying to get in shape you're trying to work out Come see me. Come holler at us. We we got um, um, online as well as in person. If you're ever in Delaware, come stop by. Come see us. Um, and, and I guess I'll leave with, man, forget all of this. Forget the working out. Forget the the what to eat. Get closer to God, and then everything else will fall in line. You'll 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 be put in the path of people like myself, like Dr. Sam. You'll be put in the path when you're seeking. To, to live a better life and to get closer to God. And and like I said, everything else will fall in line. Most important thing is, is working on your prayer life, getting closer to God and getting building a relationship to know exactly who Jesus is. Amen. 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 Well, brother, Amen. thank you so much. And uh, we'll be praying for you. Man, uh, thank you for having me. Thank you. I appreciate that. And saying life behind
Just a reminder for everyone out there, the duty uniform of the day, the full armor of God. Let's all make courage more contagious than fear. Doesn't dinner sound great as it's cooking? This dinner is from Riverbend Ranch, which always provides prime or high choice, has never been given hormones, never been given antibiotics, never been given mRNA vaccines. It's raised in the USA. It's processed in the USA. In fact, it's fully vertically integrated, which means that they own the cow that gives birth to the calf that's raised on their fields and then taken to their butcher and then shipped to you. And if we compare what we can buy from Riverbend Ranch to four other major state companies that sell bundles that have ribeyes and other meat in it, it can be as much as $184 to $59 less expensive. It's a great price value, and it's a delicious piece of meat. Check out mycleanbeef.com slash after hours. That's mycleanbeef.com slash after hours. Mycleanbeef.com slash after hours.